Guys, I feel like it has been 85 years since we have caught up. Took last week off, little bit of a hectic uh, couple of weeks, but I feel so disconnected from you guys. Even though I sit here and I stare at my wall um, and talk to you, I it felt so weird to not record a podcast episode yes, or last week. I feel like I have so much in my head. I have so many emails. I have so many things we could talk about. And um, I just feel, you know, a little behind. I also feel like dog shit. Um, I've never had allergies in my entire life, but I'm like super congested. I've been sitting in the bottom of my shower, uh, and steaming, which feels really nice. And then taking my Lumi and like going on my temples and like underneath my eyes and it like relieves the pressure. Um, that's been feeling great, but overall just feel a little bit run down, a little bit tired and that's fine. I do not care. Um, I am in the process, if you didn't know, of selling my house, which I am just so fucking curious how anyone with like children or other humans in their home like do this because I had a profession. This is like the whole process. I had actually a lot of people be like, hey, can you explain the process of this? I'm about to put my house on the market, blah, blah, blah. So in the last five days, I have had 65 showings, okay? Okay. That is insane. My selling agent was like in the last year and a half. I don't think I've ever seen a house get this many showings. I think that it's just in a phenomenal area. I love this house. I think it's great, but I also think it's priced really well. Anyway, so I had, I've been like packing up the house for, you know, a month or so, slowly but surely, right? They said, um, I had a stager come in and say, Hey, you want to make, you know, if you're going to live in it and sell it at the same time, you want to make sure that it's just like as minimal as possible. People need to be able to see like that they can themselves live here. I don't know. So they're like, Oh, take down all the pictures. Like I'm not taking down the pictures of my dogs nor my brother. Like, sorry, they're staying up. So anyway, um, been packing up a bunch of stuff, but then, sorry, I sound literally, like this. So we'll just get through it. But, um, so then I had a professional cleaner come in and they, you know, there were like six people in my house cleaning it, like doing the baseboards and the ceiling fans and like taking out every single light fixture and like cleaning in them. So it was like pristine. Right. And that was like a couple days before I put it on the market. And then I had a photographer come in here and then a videographer come in here and they put it on the market or on like the internet, whatever. Oh, hold on. Someone's at my door. See, so this is, uh, how wild this process is, right? Like someone just knocked on my door, was a real estate agent said, Hey, can I come show your house this afternoon? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I can't remember if I've already said this, but I've had 60, I think it's 65 showings in the last now five days. Um, which my selling agent was like in the last year and a half, this is the most insane like response that we've gotten for a townhome. Like I live in a townhome, um, not a single family home. And anyway, it's, it's just, I don't understand how anyone with like kids does this, right? So had the videographer, they put it on the market, blah, blah, blah. So then agents can go in and like request the showing, right? So we put it on the market on Friday and I had showings, you know, do, do, do all day Friday, all day Saturday and all day Sunday. But what, what happens is that they can request at like 8am, they can say, Hey, I want to come at 9am. And I actually had someone knock on my door at 10am and they were like, Hey, we want to show this house like 
blah, 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 verified that they were an actual agent and we left and like clean, you know, you got to like, you have to leave your house anyway. So, but those people, I'm glad I did. Cause those people ended up being one of the people who put in an offer. Right. So it's just like, you want the house to be shown as much as possible and to as many different eyes as possible. Um, but like you have to keep it pristine while you're living in it, right? Because like at the drop of a hat, someone could say, hey, in 30 minutes, I want to come by and show this. And so keeping the house, like it it pretty much looks like when I show it, it you can obviously tell that people live here or I live here, but um, you have to keep like everything like put away in, ca- anyway. So it's just a, it's a wild process. Um, but like if I had kids, I don't know. And like the other day it was raining And Troy and I just put the dogs in the truck and like drove around, right? Like, what are you supposed to do? Um, You can't like put the dogs in the backyard, right? Because people want to be in the backyard anyway. So it's just wild. And I don't know. um, I feel obviously very grateful that I can just take the dogs and like walk them around the block. But when I have showings from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., it's like, oh, I guess I'll just walk around in many circles all day long. So, um... It's been great. I've gotten a lot of feedback. People being like, I can't believe that like with two dogs that live here that it doesn't smell like dog. Like it's, it's immaculate, like never seen such a well-kept home. And I'm like, are you stroking my ego because you want me to accept your offer or are you being truthful? Because, um, I like, you know, it's like, I'm taking the vacuum and like backing out the front door, like trying to make sure there's not one inch of like dog fur or dirt or anything. But let me tell you, this has uh, shown a lot about humanity. Like there are so many amazing, wonderful people in the world. Like they come in, they wipe their feet. They're so nice, so respectful. And then there's people who just like walk in with mud on their shoes and like climb up my stairs. And I came in between a couple showings one day and there was like mud all over, um, my stairs and stuff. And I'm like, y'all, what the heck? And my agent came by and he put like uh, shoe coverings at the front door. He's like, Hey, please take off your shoes or wear shoe coverings. Like when we have so many showings back to back that I can't get in here to clean in between. And there were people who literally wore the shoe coverings. And then as they were leaving my house, took them off and like put them on one of my tables. So like I came in and there were like 15 pairs of like used shoe coverings on <laughs> on my table. I just thought it was, um, kind of hilarious, but anyway, the process is going great. Have a call with my, um, selling agent today at noon to go over all the offers, getting so excited, just hoping that everything like goes smoothly and I can close on this house before I close on, uh, the house that I've been building, hopefully get it. You know, I'm supposed to close on, uh, what is it? The middle of March and then plan to, you know, move in in the couple weeks after that. So I'm so excited. Was supposed to be in this house, you know, in the fall, but that's okay. Little hot tip, interest rates, mortgage rates are going up. They are literally insane. I refinanced my house in, uh, what, April? No, April of 2020, something like that. And got like a 2.9 interest rate. Um, they expect the mortgage interest rates to be like in the sixes by the end of this year. But anyway, yeah, that's the selling process. It's, um, 
gonna be worth it and it's amazing it's just like a lot of uh being at the beck and call of other people and like having that many people in your house is kind of odd not gonna lie like when the dogs came back they were like what the heck is going on um but it's exciting I uh, (laughs) I put it on my Instagram but uh the night before I did all the showings I was like crying like a baby um because I'm a little bitch but I was like I don't it was like a mix of why I was like literally crying in Troy's arms I was like why do I feel like I deserve more than I already have or that like I need more than I already have right I was like this house that I currently live in is so amazing it was my first home like I don't need anything more like why am I doing this and then a mix of like I don't want to leave I don't want anyone else to live here and he was like okay, bitch, like, let's get it together. And I was like, you're right. Um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's like emotional and they put up the for sale sign and I like cried. And I, someone said to me on my Instagram, like, thanks for talking about like the emotional side of this process. Like a lot of people don't talk about that and I'm sure that they do, but, um, it is like, an odd fucking feeling. This was my first home, bought it myself, lived here by myself, like had so many memories and so many like life changes that I've gone through in the last four and a half years in this house. And now building a new one, like going to create new memories there and all of that. It's just like, this is mine. And like, it has my own little personal touches in it. And I want someone else to live in it because I want someone to buy it. But it's like, I don't know. I feel, and my selling agent said this too, like, don't get defensive of your house. Like a lot of people end up, you know, they have like such an emotional tie to it. And I was like, yeah, pal, like that's just me. Like that's just going to happen. Oh, um, (laughs) I don't know why I thought that this would be like important or funny to share, but my CPA called me the other day, like my CPA and said, Gretchen having a bad day today and you turned it around. And I was like, how? What do you mean? We haven't talked today. And she's like, oh, my entire office and I have been listening to your podcast and dying laughing. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, I don't know why that is so like, wait, what? Um, like my dad listens to my podcast. That's weird enough. Um, but to think that it's hit all the way to my CPA is, um, you know, definitely made it. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, Um, so today I think what would be, um, best here is to go through, um, some of these emails. I've highlighted some of them. Some, I was like, holy fucking like this first one that I'm going to share. I literally read it five times to make sure that I was reading it correctly. Um, some of them are funny. Some of them are whatever, but we'll get through them. I think that I've gotten so much feedback. I should probably do a, a, a poll on my Instagram to see what you guys like most. Um, but so I get so much feedback, positive feedback when um, I do like these questions, advice, whatever it is. Um, so let's get into it. First though, we're gonna talk about some nut sacks. Gals, how are the nut sacks doing? Not our nut sacks, our man's nut sacks. Um, the reviews and comments even got a few pictures, which was exciting for me, um, that you guys have sent me about these Manscaped products that you have either bought for Valentine's Day or bought just because. 
Um, they're so wildly inappropriate and hilarious. I just love us so much. If you are new here, um, yes, the first ad on this podcast is about perfectly shaved, beautifully smelling balls and nut sacks, which I guess are the same thing. But anyway, um, Manscaped probably what, three, four weeks ago sent me, AKA Troy, my boyfriend, um, a box of products and he was literally giddy like a schoolgirl. Love you, babe. Um, but anyway, he has used Manscaped products for years actually. Um, but some of the tools like the lawnmower 4.0, he is like, oh my gosh, this thing is literally incredible. He throws his uh, foot up on the, on the, the bench in my shower and it's a ball trimmer, but it's specifically made for loose skin. So I love it. Like shave those puppies down. He loves it. Like, have we ever noticed that men get so giddy and excited about the littlest things? It's actually a big thing. Like, let's make sure that these nut sacks are very smooth and perfectly trimmed. Right. Um, but he's used, like I said, he's used, um, a lot of the products for a while and loves them. My favorite one is the, uh, crop preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant. And I just find that so interesting that there is a specific deodorant for your balls. But he said it's extremely important that you use it because the chafing of nutsacks, my thighs just rub together. So I can't imagine, you know, having a big old nutsack to add into that mix. Kind of feel bad, but really don't. They also have like a ball spray toner, um, which again, didn't know existed, but so happy that it does. Everything just smells amazing. Um, it, it's not like girly or anything, but it's just so brilliant. I'm so glad that Manscaped came out with these products, um, but they do, they did give us a code and it's for site-wide. You guys have been using it. You can still use it. It is 20% off and free shipping with the code GBClark, site-wide, manscaped.com, 20% off with free shipping. We love free shipping manscaped.com code is gb clark get those ball sacks right guys guys this email i had to read probably four or five times to make sure that i was reading it correctly um it's short and i don't really have much to say but we're just okay let's just get into it gretch I don't even know how to say this, but I need your advice. I'm madly in love with my fiance and we are getting married in September of this year. He is my dream guy. However, two days ago, while he was somewhat drunk, actually quite drunk, said, quote, I think we should experiment with men, end quote. I dropped my drink, said, what the fuck do you mean? And he got super red and was like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And now I don't know what to do, nor think. Please advise. Thanks. <clears throat> um, um, first, let me say, I have zero issues with people being bisexual, zero issues with people being gay. Obviously, do not give a flying fuck. However, to me... This is this, I mean, it's obviously different, but this is just like a man, my fiance saying to me, hey, Gretch, I think we should experiment with other women. To me, that ain't it for me. So to have my fiance say, hey, I think we should experiment with other men. Mm, to me, you're asking for my opinion. That is not something I'm down with. Uh, I don't want my fiance to want to dip his dick in other women. And I also don't want my fiance to want to dip his dick in other men. 
Um, if I were in your shoes, I would be dipping out. However, maybe be having a, you know, come to Jesus conversation with him. My advice in these, not these situations, I have, um, fortunately never been in this situation, but I would give this motherfucker an out, you know? I'd be like, hey, if this is what you're into, then that is okay. Like, I'm not mad, even though you might be a little mad, um, because he's just now sharing this with you a couple months before you get married. Um, but hey, if this is what you want, that's awesome. Like, happy for you. This is not what I want, however. So I'm going to, you know, see myself out. But, you know, you did say that he was drunk, but what is the quote? Drunk Drunk words, sober thoughts. Um, yeah, not sure what I would do. So I guess I'm just not the best resource for you here um, because this would be an automatic fuck no for me. Um, so anyway, good luck. Please keep us updated. Was going to say that. Um, have done a few of these. I would love like an update. Did you take the advice? Did you take the opposite of the, the advice? What happened? Like share with the class, right? Like we would love to hear. Anyway, good luck, gal. Um, holy shit. Okay, this next one is a hot topic. Um, I get this all, not all the time, but I get this a lot. And if I have to pause uh, to blow my nose, then I'm sorry because the email is a little long, but I'll go through it as quickly as possible. Okay. Hi, Gretch. So blah, 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 blah. My boyfriend and I have been together five and a half years. He works offshore. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he works overseas? Uh, though, so he's gone a few weeks at a time and home for a few weeks at a time. Sucks, but it's our life right now. We have two kids and a home together. Let me say we did have issues with communication and stuff mid to end 2020, and I made some mistakes. I never cheated, but did have a friend I was talking to who ended up wanting to get with me, and it caused issues. I cut all contact, tried to make things right, which I thought we did and thought we moved on from all of it. So fast forward to a few days ago and I went to find something on his email, which was still logged in on my phone because our Amazon account is under his and needed it. As I go to get the email, I see an OnlyFans email about his subscription ending in a couple of days. So of course I click on it and log in to find he is subscribed to one person and was to another person in 2020, but only had the month one never resubscribed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and look, I know people look at porn or whatever, and he's gone offshore. So if he looks at porn instead of me while he's getting off, sorry, <laughs> uh, it just sat so different to me that it was this girl's only fan, only fans account. And he fucking paid for it. Like it was $10, but it's the principal to me. It could have been $1 and I still would have been like, what the fuck? So I confronted him and he knew how upset I was and said he only did it out of curiosity. He said he looked at it one day and never pulled it up again. He knows it was wrong and he's not making an excuse and blah, blah, blah. But I was really hurt. He also mentioned that the last few months or so I haven't been sending him sexy stuff or being as flirty, but I felt like he hadn't been either. Didn't think it would come to this, but he told me he should have communicated to me and not done this. He's my person and I know I'm his. And other than that, we have a really good relationship. So I'm just taken aback. We've discussed needing to have better communication going forward, but how do I feel better? I'm just hurt and now feel so self-conscious. Like, am I pretty enough, sexy enough and good enough? And I'm normally not this girl. I don't doubt myself. And now I do. 
how do I get out of this funk and over this so we can make things better and fix us? Sorry for the novel. I just need someone to talk to that doesn't know him and I personally. <clears throat> okay, so here are my thoughts. Um, one, you were having communication, discussions, definitely probably inappropriate, um, with someone who was a real live person, right? And two wrongs don't make a right. The eye for eye thing, that's stupid, right? Um, however, I personally think, and I, I, I love you, and I mean this, this is just tough love. I personally think what you did was worse than him looking at porn, okay? And OnlyFans... I guess you could, you just got to believe him, right? That he only looked at it once, maybe subscribed to it. I don't know shit about OnlyFans, so I don't know how that works. However, that is like a made up person. There is no emotional connection. It's literally just looking at half nude, maybe nude girls, which is in my opinion, the same as porn. Everyone can have their own opinion on that, whatever. You were, if I'm reading this correctly, um, you were having like, communication with a person um hold on I'm trying to find where this uh was yeah it was like I'm assuming that's what I mean you saying you did have a friend you were talking to like that is to me and uh, to me cheating is cheating right um but having an emotional connection with someone and like talking to an actual person get ex getting excited when someone Text you and that kind of thing is so much worse than someone just looking at porn, right? Like, I'll be honest, if I'm on Instagram and I see this like dude with his shirt off and he's blah, blah, like, I'm going to look at it, right? But I'm not going to message him and be like, hey, like, I love your personality and your mind and I could like think of a life with you. You know what I mean? See, like, that's the difference that I'm seeing here. So anyway, um, I think my, what I love to say is communication is lubrication, right? Like if you guys don't have communication and you're not talking about things, then there's probably a lack of like sex and all of that in a relationship. I'm not a relationship expert, um, whatsoever. But when I take this situation again, don't think that two wrongs make a right, but I think that, you know, you said that he was looking at it in 2020 and that's maybe after you had like your whole friend situation. Maybe he was just hurt by that and was like, I'm going to go look at a, a nude girl. Maybe that's how he was like, Raw, yeah. Um, if he was, you know, talking to someone and having an emotional connection with someone, that's a wicked different story. And there would be other issues. But I think, and anyway, I said at the beginning of this, like, this is such a hot topic. People ask me about OnlyFans all the time. If Troy was subscribed to an OnlyFans account, fuck no. Absolutely not. Um, do, uh, and not, maybe not talking about Troy, I'll remove him from the situation, a boyfriend in general. If a boyfriend was looking at porn, is, am I going to freak out over that? No, I, I, I really, I'm not. Unless it's like, uh, to go back to the other story, unless it's like dude on dude porn, then maybe we have an issue. Um, again, don't care if anyone's gay, just don't want my boyfriend to be gay. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so no, but the whole subscribing to someone is odd. Again, I don't know enough about OnlyFans to have an opinion, but yes, I see how that's like, I don't know. So anyway, kind of talking in circles here, but my opinion on porn is 
not that strong either way. I'm not like, yay, porn. I love porn. But I'm not like, you're the devil if you look at it and you should immediately break up with someone if they look at it. Humans are curious. Um, I get that. Like Instagram is like half porn anyway. So I don't know. In this situation, if he's your person, you're his, you love him, you want to make it work, get some community, start, you know, working on the communication and have an upfront, honest conversation with him. And, um, you know, I hope that works out, but that's just my thoughts. Okay. So here's the next one. And this was a heavy hitter as in I have received this question on my Instagram and in emails in like multiple different ways. So I just chose one, but the synopsis of it to make a long story short is been seeing this guy for a while now and the flame has just dot, dot, dot subsided. Need your advice on what you would do. I just don't feel it anymore and want to get out advice on how I should have this convo or just what your thoughts are in general. Um, okay. So you guys know me, I'm a big gut feeling gal, right? So like what, and I have two opinions on this. My first is that if you want to get out, get out. You said it. So I don't think that there needs to be advice on like, if you should, or if you shouldn't, um, I'm, uh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. I'm not sure like what, you know, you said we've been dating for a while. So is that like a couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years? Like, what is that? But um, let's just say it's like a couple months, um, a simple, like, Hey, I think this has been so fun. You're such a great guy. I just don't see a future with you and really think we should go our separate ways is what I would say. It's mature. It's very matter of fact. And uh, like at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do. I think that there's so many, I get a lot of responses like, this guy is so nice. I have so much fun, blah, blah, blah. I just don't feel it, blah, blah, blah. Like the worst thing that you can do to a good person is try to like protect them by not sharing your emotions and your true thoughts, right? Because if this guy is great, and I don't know the story of this person, but um, let's just say he's great and he's so nice, you're just not feeling it. Like that person deserves to be with someone who wants to be with them, just like you deserve to have zero questions and have the most lit up fiery love that you want. You know what I mean? So I think that everyone like it, and I always say this, it doesn't make you a bad person or them a bad person. If it just doesn't work out, I feel like people are so it's like embarrassment and ego to like break off a relationship, especially if it was like so great in the beginning, whatever it is, it, it's, it's your life, right? Like you have to be so happy and in the relationships that you're in that if it's just not working, then it's just not there. And it really sucks if the other person feels like head over heels and you don't, but that's, that's just how it is sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, so, but however, I do want to give this kind of flip side alternative sort of thing. Um, and you guys like, uh, what is that song? The, uh, I want you guys to listen to the song Tuesdays by Jake Scott. I want to say it is, it's like, I won't sing it for you, but it's saying that love is the Tuesdays, right? Like it's not, 
the picture perfect wedding and the perfect fairy tale life and blah, blah, blah. Like love is the Tuesdays. Like love isn't, in my opinion, isn't always like rainbows and butterflies and perfect moments and all these exciting things to do and trips and blah, blah, blah. Like I love it because Troy and I always talk about like the other day, I guess it was yesterday. We had all, I had all these showings and I was like, this is today is so boring. Like we're just, I have to be out of the house and like, can't do anything. It was shitty weather. And we were talking and he said it to me. (laughs) So sweet. But he's like, I would literally just do nothing with you. And I love it. And I feel the same way. Like that is love. Like it's not anyway. So I just wanted to say that as in like, when, when you're looking at like, oh, the flame has subsided. Like When Troy, I'll just use Troy and I as an example. When Troy and I first met, like, it was like, like, obsessed in each other, like, and now it's been, you know, six months or so. And it's, it's not that it's not that, but now we are also just like living our lives. Like we're, we have the boring days. We have the days when we're not doing anything. And I still feel like that same amount of like love and obsession, you know, like crazy about him that I do. But is that like hot fire flame? Like, like I'm like checking like my appearance before he walks in the door. No, it's just different. You know what I mean? clearly if you have seen any pictures of me recently I don't check my appearance ever um but anyway just wanted to give like that flip side huge gut girl huge believer in that follow your gut if it's not it it's not it you deserve to feel like the most loved person ever and you deserve to feel like this is your person yes so this kind of sounds like conflicting advice I I I get that in my head right now um but also realize that like Love is the Tuesdays. Jake Scott, listen to it. It's a great, great tune. Oh my gosh, I keep having to pause this. One, the dogs are going crazy with people coming up to the door because there's like flyers right outside my front door, like next to the for sale sign that have like all the details of the house. So people, and there's like the, you know, house for sale down this road and down this road and blah, blah, blah. So people keep driving by. The dogs are going insane. Um, And also I just keep blowing my nose. So sorry about all the pausing. Um, so this one, I'm actually just going to like summarize again, because it gets, I get a lot of anxiety questions. Um, one of them, part of this email said, Hey Gretchen, like, can you just talk about your anxiety? It helps me so much to feel more normal and seen. Um, one, a hundred percent, um, and that's Henry with his very hard bone on my beautiful hardwood floors, but that's fine. Um, So that always makes, whenever people say that, like it makes me feel so normal and like so seen and blah, 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 all of this, that makes me so sad because I feel like one of the reasons I'm able to just, you know, deal with my anxiety and just like truck forward is that I have a circle of people who also feel the same or who have anxiety as well. And I've talked about this before having like a little group of people who just get it. Now, some people aren't going to get your anxiety and that is totally fine. It's not their job. Um, anxiety is a mental, don't quote me, a mental, um, problem. Is it a problem? I guess a mental problem, a mental issue, mental health issue, whatever it is. Um, so it's, 
it's like, you know, it's like you, you are paralyzed and you're trying to talk to other people who aren't paralyzed about it. It's like they can kind of understand, but then if you get in a circle of people who are all paralyzed, it's like so much easier. I think that's why people like thrive on, uh, like AA or therapy groups or like mom groups or whatever. It's like, that's why it's so helpful in my opinion. So I had like this morning, to be honest, I didn't sleep well last night. I haven't been sleeping really well. I just have a lot of anxiety, right? I have all these thoughts about things that could happen, won't happen. There's a lot of moving pieces in my life right now. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of money going out of my bank account. There's a lot of things that need to be like 100% buttoned up. There's a, like the fact that me some person who can't even fucking spell or read is going to sit at a table and sell a very, you know, the most expensive thing I've ever owned to then go and uh, buy another expensive thing, like all by like signing some documents causes me great anxiety. And I know I have like a realtor there and there's attorneys there and all of that, but that is petrifying. Like I am... I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here, but I'm doing that all on my own. Like no one to like double check my work sort of, or, or you know what I mean? Like, it's just very, uh, <laughs> scary. So anyway, um, you know, having all this anxiety, like I woke up this morning and I texted five of my friends, hi, are you mad at me? Hi, are you mad at me? And I feel like that is something, you know, I receive texts like that sometimes and it's hi, are you mad at me? And it's a, here's the difference. And here's my opinion, and this is just going in a circle again, is if I were to text one of my friends and say, how are you mad at me? And they take it in like a, uh, um, like a bad way, then they don't get it. And that's totally fine. Again, it's not, it's not their, it's not their job to do that. But I can't tell you how many times I'm texting one of my friends, Hey, are you mad at me? And they're like, Nope, absolutely not. Love you so much. Hope you have a great day. Cool. Great. And then two weeks later, they're going to text me. Hey, is everything okay? Blah, blah, blah. Yep. We're good to go. That's people understanding anxiety. And yes, if you don't have anxiety, then that's going to sound fucking bizarre to you. And that's totally okay. But that is like, a lot of people get hangover anxiety too. Um, I have many friends who get that. And it's like, you know, they, they wake up from a night of drinking and they have so much anxiety that like they said something wrong or they did something, blah, blah, blah. Like anyway, anxiety is wild. It's such like an odd fucking thing. Um, but, and someone else asked to like destroy calm or ease your anxiety. And I'll be honest, he doesn't, but he, he doesn't like cause me anxiety. But the thing that I love most about Troy and I is Troy gets anxiety too. Hope, hi babe, hope you don't mind me sharing that. Um, and it's like, we were talking about it the other day is we go, we like switch back and forth from being someone's rock, right? Like, okay, you're having anxiety right now. I like, I'm good to be like the strong one, right? Like can help talk you through it or, you know, have these, you know, do, do what's ever needed. Okay. And then maybe in a week, the roles reverse. And that is something I love so much about our relationship. I love that so much about my friendships is that you're, 
you don't always have, I've been in relationships where I feel like I have to be the strong one. Relationships, friendships, family member relationships, whatever, where it's like, I am always the one who is counted on or needed. It's so nice to just be like in friendships and relationships where you can be super vulnerable and sometimes it's embarrassing. Honestly, sometimes anxiety is fucking so embarrassing. It's like you have nothing to be anxious about. There is nothing wrong. Nothing is bad in your life. Like everything is actually so good. But um, anyway, so I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not a therapist. I'm nowhere near any of that. Um, but I just, I hope if you're listening to this and like you have anxiety, just know it is truly so fucking normal. Like so many people have it and it sucks. And I think that there's so many causes of it, but my advice is to find out what works for you, right? Like sometimes for a lot of people, it's listening to like meditative music or up or like a long YouTube video of something that's very therapeutic or it's going on a walk, getting outside, being with your dogs, having a phone conversation. Like some people deal with anxiety and they have to talk it out. Some people literally need to like sit down for a minute and like just breathe and some, you know what I mean? So everyone, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. Some people want to go on medication. Some people don't. Some people believe in like, uh, uh, what is it? Like the oils and you know what I mean? Anyway, um, maybe Google some ways that people deal with anxiety and you can think of something or you, you find a way that's new for you. Um, but anyway, it's normal and not weird. I mean, it's kind of weird to be honest. My anxiety is fucking weird. My anxiety is very embarrassing sometimes, but I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't either. Just my advice. Okay, this next one is a DM and it's kind of funny. I don't mean to laugh at your situation, but the way you said it is funny. Hey, Gretch, I've been in law school for three years, paying it myself, boss, and absolutely hate it, okay? It's not for me. I also have been dating this guy I was set up with. Our parents know each other and don't think he's the one. Are you going to tell me to dump both. I have grown up not to quit anything. My parents would literally disown me if they knew I was even thinking about leaving law school. Please help. Okay, so this sounds honestly like a movie. And I'm not, uh, I don't really watch a lot of movies because I instantly fall asleep. Not a big TV gal. But isn't this, a, is this Legally Blonde? No. Like I'm thinking, and sorry if I'm just summarizing your life and this isn't true, but like you're in law school, you're like really wealthy, like your parents are wealthy and his parents are wealthy. So they like set you guys up. So like the, isn't that what like super wealthy people do like with their kids is they set them up. So like the empires like thrive together. No, this is why I don't watch movies. Um, okay. So where is this quote? Hold please. I'm going to read this quote. I posted it on my Instagram and um, the crowd went wild because it's so good. This is the quote. Ready? I assure you, quitting is for winners and quitting is a skill. Knowing when to quit, change direction, leave a toxic situation, demand more from life or give up on something that you know in your heart isn't right and move on is a life-defining skill that people who find fulfillment, love, and success 
people who win at life have intuitively mastered. One, I'm fucking incredible reader. Like that sounded phenomenal. Um, I pronounced every word correctly, I'm pretty sure. But that is so true. It's honestly one of my favorite quotes. It's from this book. I don't know what it is. It's not an easy thing to do, right? Like quitting is not easy. Stopping doing something that you've been doing for a while that's now a habit is not easy, right? If it was, then everyone would be doing it all the time. Um, But like when to leave a toxic situation, demand more from life or give up on something that you know in your heart isn't right and move on is a life defining skill. Like if you think about it, right? Think back to when you were dating some dusty motherfucker, okay? Who you were so in love with and you wouldn't break up with him because his CD, your CDs were in the back of his stupid pickup truck, right? And you were heartbroken when they broke up with you and this ruined your life and blah, blah, blah. All the times that you were like in that situation, right? The fact that they left you or you left or you stopped doing something or you chose this school over this school or you made the decision to stay friends with this person and not this person, those are literally life-defining choices, right? So we have to really take it seriously when we have decisions like this to make because they are life-altering, okay? If you stay at law school, that or or leave that is life altering that will literally alter your life so take the decision seriously but also realize that if you don't like it and you keep doing it you are choosing to live your life like that if you are in a relationship that you actually don't want to be in anymore and you just choose to stay in it for whatever reason you are choosing to have that life you are choosing to have an unknown, unknown, unknown outcome always, but that's a choice that you are making. Okay. So people ask a lot like, Oh, should I do this? Should I do this? Like, well, what if you're asking, if you're asking, Hey, like, should I dump this motherfucker? You should have dumped him a while ago because you wouldn't be asking if you didn't feel that way. You know what I mean? But these decisions are huge and they're not, it's not as easy as like, yep, bye. You know what I mean? Ending marriages or quitting jobs or changing career paths or doing something totally fucking different from what you're doing right now is scary. It's full of risk. But like I always say, what the fuck is the point? If you live your life doing things, being with people that you don't want to do and that you don't want to be with, it's your fucking, I hate to say that, that is your fucking fault. But like, make the decision. It's hard. It's going to take a lot of grit and a lot of tears and it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult and you're going to fail forward and it's going to be fine, but you have to do it because otherwise, what is the point? If you don't want to be a lawyer, you'd rather be a stripper and a pole dancer. Go fucking for it. All for it. Go, go. We don't need more lawyers. We need more stri- I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? Like if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I love you. Okay, I just got a call that someone is coming to my house in 18 minutes um, because they wanted to reschedule the showing from later this afternoon until now. So I'm going to go. But 
I'm thinking about doing this on next week's episode. Someone actually uh, recommended me to do this in my emails is go like, do like a hot fire, like true or false sort of thing. So I'll put up a question box on my Instagram and I will just read through all of them. I'll read it and then say true or false. uh, She also suggested that I do like a just hot fire. Why do I keep fucking saying that hot fire? Um, like questions, right? So like read the, cause the question in the question boxes, they can only be like 10 words, right? So they're really straight to the point. They're not stories like in the email. So maybe I'll put that up. Maybe I'll do like a true or false thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'll think about it. Um, but I love you guys. I hope everyone has a great week. Sorry. I missed last week again. Um, sorry for the sniffles. Why am I saying sorry all the time? We should not say sorry. Instead of that, you change your language to thanks for being so understanding of me not being able to do the podcast last week. And thanks for trucking through while I have snot dripping down my face. Just kidding. I have tons of tissues right next to me. I put this on my Instagram story. The tissues, the puffs tissues with the vas, not the Vaseline, the Vicks, whoo, shit will clear you out. I did have someone respond and say that they, so there's like the menthol shit in it, right? It's like the Vicks vapor rub is in the tissues. They're incredible. I had one person say she accidentally wiped her ass with the tissues and another person who said she accidentally wiped her eyes. So don't do either. That is a disclaimer, but these tissues are fire. And I guess that's what I'm influencing on these days. If you haven't seen, um, I am going to buy a matte blacked out Bronco truck 2022. They're sick. Obviously not going to buy it until after I close on my house and all my finances are in order and, you know, see if I have any pennies left. Probably not. But another thing to save up for because they are sexy and they are awesome. I'm no longer getting a Range Rover. I'm getting a matte black lifted Bronco truck that I'm going to drive around the little suburb of Alpharetta. That's embarrassing. Okay. Follow me on Instagram. If you don't, GB Clark, um, have a Facebook group. It's for women only. You know, a lot of men try to get into that Facebook group. There's women who talk about things that men don't want to, nor should see. So sorry. Um, that is in the link in the bio in my, um, on my Instagram and you should just follow my 18 backup accounts. Um, as well. It's like underscore GB Clark, GB Clark underscore, you know, there's so many of them. Anyway, I love you guys. See you next week.